Hello, darlings. Hello, girls. (laughs) Please excuse, my throat is a little bit scratchy. Who scratched her? I don't know, but she feels a little a little rough today. I just feel a little tie tie. I talked a lot this weekend, I think. So Mm, that could do it. Not used to talking anymore to people. True. Mm -hmm. I feel I feel that. I got on the YouTube this weekend and I watched a million and one episodes of uh, Nelson Sullivan. Yeah. Oh. How was that? Great. We're best friends now. Um, <laughs> good, good. He keeps me company, you know. I don't know if mm-hmm, you guys have ever mm-hmm. seen his videos on YouTube. They are under the Fifth Avenue Project. And Nelson Sullivan, he was friends with all, like, the uh, – in the 80s in New York City, the the new kids see, the kids club scene. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's friends oh. with all those people. So he's got so many interesting videos. To watch. That's so and cool. And he was really great friends with RuPaul, you know, a queen of queens. The queen. Makes sense. The queen. I'm going to have to go watch tonight. Yeah, you have Maybe to. tonight's the night that I that I dive in. It's yeah. so great. A little something new for you to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wish I had something to tell the people to watch, but I don't. I have nothing. Next time, you know. Next time. Next time around. Ah. I, I don't know what's going on, you guys. I'm still trying to wake up today, and it's uh, the evening. So maybe it's best to just start over and, you know, do it again tomorrow. I think that's the good plan. That's what I do, like, 300 days out of the year. <laughs> <laughs> if we're being honest. Oh, she has man. fun. She has fun. Good times in the city. And we have fun. And we're the Golden Ghouls. Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. And anything we want the people to know? Anything exciting happening? Just that we love you. Just that we love you. Always and forever. Forever and ever. You know what? What else? I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. I decorated for Halloween on (gasps) September 1st, as I promised I would. And then I realized... I think I got rid of a lot of my Halloween decorations over the last few years. So I think I need to uh, to re, re-up, Ooh, restock. I agree. That'll be fun. Absolutely agree. Where's the best spooky store to re-up your decor? Yeah, let, let us know. Right. I, I don't know anymore. I mean, Target usually has some fun stuff. But I'd love to buy from, you know, small makers, too. So if anyone Etsy makes you know? spooky stuff or knows of a shop that they love, mm-hmm. let me know. Please share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll share with the people, too. We'll share it in our stories. Okay. We will share it. I also need, like, Halloween costume suggestions. Ugh, I'm running same. low. You know, it's every year. I that's the struggle. Last year, I didn't even didn't do, it. do Halloween because of getting ready for the wedding. Oh, right. right, right, right. But, but this, this year, year <laughs> who knows? Here's hoping we get to have Halloween. Um, right. But, you know, it's not looking great right now. But, yeah. you know, we can we can dress up and celebrate. Well, that's the plan. You know, 
I don't know when that never was the plan. I like to dress up in my own corridors and sit and watch haunted movies. In her own this corridors. Yeah. In my she outfit. She does do this. I today <laughs> was looking at some Halloween pajamas that I think I need. Oh, yes. Oh, you put so. those on, get yourself a bowl of candy corn, and just Ooh. post up in front of scary movie. I have mm-hmm. my Halloween candy dish out. It's a glass pumpkin, and I always put the pumpkin. Um, they're like the candy corn, but they're shaped like pumpkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mellow pumpkins. I remember. I used to steal some before recording. Yes, they're mm-hmm. so good. But this year, I also threw in the caramel apple ones, mm. which are a little too sweet for my liking, but not bad. So. If you like candy Good. corn and the mellow pumpkins, you might like the the caramel apple ones too. I don't know. I love that. You know, I can't eat Who's candy corn, but <gasps> but I, I like that for everybody. You don't like yeah. it. A lot of people you, don't like you it. You can't eat it. No, I used to love it. And at a baseball game one time I ate we ate one too many bags oh, of yeah. candy corn mm-hmm. behind the fields. Yep. Nightmare Say city. no more. Nightmare, yeah. Yeah. That's so that like, was the honestly, last though, time. That, uh, that may have been a pretty... I mean, the puke was probably ombre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know it. You know I'll make it look good. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's, ombre She's, like, vom. directing her head. <laughs> she's puking and, like, writing in cursive. <laughs> oh, oh, art. Man. Poor candy corn. It's pretty good stuff, but yeah, that's not a great experience. I had a similar experience with those peach rings. Mm. I ate a whole bag of them and threw up in a rental car, and I've peach-flavored stuff now. I can't do it. Never going back again. Mm. Never. Never going back. Mm. I'm like that with kettle corn. Ooh. But it's so good to eat. Yeah, you could get make yourself I know. sick though. I oh. ate too much. Little did I know I had the flu. <laughs> oh, honey. Yeah, the poor kettle corn. It I wasn't know. even its fault. I know. He got know. he got in with Cro- some bad people. Caught in the crossfire. Oh, jeez. <laughs> exactly. Uh that's it, it knows how much I loved it though. Okay. Tragic. Yeah. Just tragic. Well, mm-hmm. what are you gonna do? There you have it. There you have it. Something not tragic, though. It's time for another ghoul talk. Ooh. Yeah. We are ready to get. This is so exciting. I'm always ready to hear what other people have going on in their lives. Let's me know. My life is not the only spooky one. Yeah, exactly. Who wants to take it away this beautiful day? You know, I can kick us off. Go for it. it. I'm going to kick us off with our friend Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hey, Kelly. They say, to my fellow spooky bitches, which I love it. It's us. Love it. Seven-ish years ago, I moved into a studio in an old house in Salem, Massachusetts. Shout out to Kylie. I wonder if you live near. Probably. A first-floor apartment right behind the Salem Witch House. No, not the old Salem Elks, the building behind that. I had lived in the area for <laughs> ages. My first two jobs were at two separate pagan shops down on Salem Wharf. And my first apartment was a hidden in-law situation. 
built into Nathaniel Hawthorne's old house. I'm pretty, mm. yeah, wow. I'm pretty familiar with the, intri- I'm pretty familiar and intrigued by Salem lore. So needless to say, I was pumped about my new space. Yeah, that is super cool, right? Very, yeah. Super cool. Kelly goes on, unfortunately, almost immediately after I moved in, my in my depression started to kick in full force. The worst it had been in ages. And because I'm now living alone, I start to seriously self-medicate with alcohol. A week or so oh. in, I and I'm unpacking. And by unpacking, I mean watching Les Mis- Miserables. I can never say this. Les Miserables. There you go. <laughs> Les Mis, and sobbing in front of a sea of open boxes. I started replaying I Dreamed a Dream over and over (gasps) again and tearfully singing along because depressed plus drunk equals horrible cliches. (laughs) Exactly. I have been there. (laughs) Haven't we all? It's about 6 p.m. or so. Still light outside, and when I finished with my afternoon drama session, I ordered myself a pizza and turned on the TV to something to help lighten my mood. Hours passed, and it's now 10 p.m. From my bed, I can see through the keyhole in my front door and that the light in the hallway is off. It's motion activated, so I can see when someone comes or goes and hear my apartment door, and here my apartment door is right next to the front door of the building. I start thinking about going to sleep when I hear a woman singing, I dreamed a dream in the hallway. (laughs) No music in the background, just a woman's voice singing the song over and over and over again. It's too clear and close for someone to be singing in their own apartment and for me to hear it. And there's just darkness in the hallway, not even the light from an open door. I'm sufficiently freaked out, but try to convince myself that either someone is being a dick about my earlier music choice or I'm drunk and imagining things. I chug some (laughs) vodka to calm my nerves and pass the fuck out. Over the following weeks and months, I start to notice more weird sounds in the hallway and still the motion sensor isn't triggered. I've come to find that it's a pretty reliable sensor system. So the fact that there was an array of disturbing noises echoing out there, crying, groaning, running up and down the stairs with no doors opening or closing to insinuate someone was going somewhere, etc. It was weird. One Hmm. night I was about to turn off the light and get to sleep. The light switch for the main room to my creepy little studio is right next to the front door. So I can see the aforementioned light slash no light situation in the hallway. The light out there is off and has been off for some time. So when I go to flick off the light, I'm horrified to see that the door handle right next to where my hand is, is shaking violently as if someone was trying to, to like hell to get in. I freak the ever-living fuck out and bolt back to my bed, turn the TV back on, and try to let Stephen Colbert take my mind off whatever the fuck has just happened. I couldn't hear any sort of voice, any footsteps coming or going, and the handle stops shaking and doesn't shake again. I know this because I didn't sleep at all, or many nights thereafter without drinking myself at a, a senseless 
I'm sorry. I'm I think it's probably. I think it's probably just senseless, and there's a little time. Okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, senselessly, an attempt to calm down. Not long after the doorknob debacle, I pleaded with my, the landlord to let me break my lease. My paranoia paranoia about someone or something breaking in was off the charts. I was absolutely miserable all the time. And P.S. The apartment was infested with spiders. No. Haunted or not, this place was completely robbing me of my mental well-being and I just needed to get out. He allows it, thankfully. And I move and I move. I've told a few people this story. Some believe me. Some think it was probably my booze-soaked brain playing tricks, and I can appreciate that. (laughs) I was a mess and a half at the time, but I know I didn't dream up that doorknob shaking, and I'm pretty fucking confident I didn't imagine the phantom stair marathons run by some sort of non-corporeal entity. It would make sense that some not-so-great energy would be mulling around the property, of a man tasked with signing arrest warrants for a slew of the local free spirits who were just trying to live their damn lives. Whatever it Mm -hmm. was had no interest in having a pagan leaning doom metal listening, take no shit feminist living in its own backyard, but I'm still here sober as hell and hexing the patriarchy just a few miles away (laughs) in spite of its efforts to break me. Kelly. Oh my God. Kelly. We love it. Sorry if I butchered some of your what beautiful, eloquent words, but my God. Wow. Truly. Kelly, do you still live in Salem? Yeah, that's a great question. Are you and Kylie going and to And do you want to hang out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm You're volunteering Kylie for her new best friend, but I do think that. I'm down. This sounds like someone. You know I'm down. Know. I was just going to say, you and exactly. Kylie are going to be friends. Yeah. If you want. If you want. No pressure. No pressure, but, like, <laughs> we need to hear everything. Exactly. Yeah, what uh, a, but like, shaking what a, doorknobs are an absolute no for me. Definitely yeah. no. No, thank you. Also, I, I don't think you imagine any of that, but. No. Okay. No. Somebody singing my tunes back to me. First off, I'm offended. <laughs> 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 like, if you want to join in. You should have knocked on the door and asked me, you know, not mock exactly. me. Exactly, exactly. In the hall. But I get exactly. it. I, I get it. You know? Maybe the ghost had just learned a new this new song. It was new Yeah, to that's them, maybe like, it. Maybe they this, were like, oh, my, that's beautiful. This song yeah. is a banger. True. And I've got to sing it. That's probably what happened. They were like, this is, this is the most beautiful tune I've ever heard in my life. Or not like. Oh my god! What if they? What if the ghost was like practicing and it didn't think that Kelly could hear? And then the ghost was like, "Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed." <sighs> there are so many possibilities. That would be me as a ghost, but I totally believe that this all happened, especially in Salem. Like, well, come that. on. Oh yeah. Yeah. Woo! Pretty stuff. Pretty spooky. So we've got another one. <gasps> And this one I've been looking forward to sharing for quite some time because it is submitted by my friend Charlotte. And I have known her, I think, since we were maybe six or seven. Oh, wow. That. Um, but we grew up together and she's um, she's in Salem right now. <gasps> so without further ado. Let's roll. Let's roll. <laughs> 
She's like, Kylie, why did you have to say that before you shared my story? That's a great intro. <laughs> Can it get any goofier? All right. Hey, ghouls. As I've mentioned before to Kylie, I've been binging the pod while stuck working from home due to the Rona. <laughs> Although I've lived in... <laughs> Although I've lived in Salem for seven or so years, nothing spooky has ever passed my way. Yet. Although I'd be fine if nothing did. (laughs) I just listened to the episode about visitation dreams, and I wanted to share something that happened to me. Not a dream, but certainly an odd coincidence, and I think a sign from the beyond. (laughs) So I figured I'd share it. I feel like everyone who sends in stories says, sorry if this is long. So, sorry if this is long. (laughs) So here's some background. A close friend of mine from college suffered from bipolar depression and had been struggling well before the day I met him, but he was always kind, funny, goofy, and empathetic. He quickly became a platonic super bestie and confidant. We bonded over our struggles with anxiety and the general craziness of college and life. My issues paled in comparison to his daily struggles, but he did everything in his power to keep his demons at bay. I mean, everything. After college, in an attempt to keep the party going, he planned a week away for about 10 friends at his family's beach house in the Outer Banks in October. Being a newish resident to the Salem area, an escape from the tourist craziness was exactly what I needed, and I loved the excuse to drink and party on the beach like we were in college again. I hear that. (laughs) Turns out, everyone bailed except for me, him, and one other friend. That didn't stop us, though. The three of us packed into a minivan and drove down from Massachusetts to North Carolina. The Outer Banks was very, very quiet when we showed up. It was off-season, and I'm pretty sure it was hurricane season, too, which is why his family let us use the house that wasn't being rented out. One night of our trip, we decided to hit the town and go to the only bar that was open. It was three of us, the bartender, the local drunk, and the cab driver that drove us there waiting to drive us back because he had nothing else to do. Oh, wow. It was car- <laughs> Right? I, f- I feel like that's... It's it's rare when that happens, but it's special. Yeah, that's tight. You're like, yeah, that's my ride. <laughs> I would like... I'd be like, I want to get you a drink, but you're driving. <laughs> I know. I have <laughs> like, a like, can I get over. you a Shirley Temple? <laughs> <laughs> it was karaoke night. I love karaoke, but it felt silly with no one there and the local drunk and bartender staring at us northerners and being so confused as to why we were at this bar on a Tuesday. That didn't stop my friend. He got up and rapped forgot, <laughs> forgot about Dre to perfectionis. <laughs> he then insisted the two of us do a duet to Picture by Sheryl Crow and Kid Rock. We killed it. That is a classic karaoke oh, A classic. A classic. And I'm not surprised you guys killed it. After that, we realized it'd be cheaper just to go back to the house and have a cocktail watching The Office rather than continue to, quote, rage, unquote, at this <laughs> bar. Fast forward five or so years later. After 20 plus years of battling his illness and working incredibly hard to get better, he passed away. It was incredibly hard for everyone, and I was a wreck. After his funeral, his family invited everyone to a local restaurant. I did not want to go. I felt uncomfortable and sad, and I didn't want to continue these feelings in public. But I didn't want to be disrespectful, and honestly, what else was I going to do? As my husband drove us to the restaurant, we put the Sirius radio radio on in his car. Sirius radio plays like every song ever, all the time. (laughs) So I guess it felt like a coincidence at first, but 
the very first song that came on was Picture, our duet, right from the beginning, as if it was queued up for me. I was, oh my God, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I was a mess, sob singing loudly. Thank you to my husband for enduring that performance. It made me feel better remembering such a ridiculous time. The restaurant party after his funeral ended up being the best part of the whole day. There was a microphone set up for everyone to get up and tell different hilarious story stories. We ate his favorite foods and laughed a whole lot. We had lots of great memories together, but that duet was one just for us. So I always like to think that that was his way of saying, we still had that great duet. Don't forget it. I'm okay now. That was the only time I truly, without any doubt in my mind, felt that the other side spoke to me directly. It was a tiny bit of magic. Anywho's, thanks again for keeping me company as I social distance. I'm sure I'll be caught up on all the episodes in no time, and then I'll have to wait a whole week for new ones. Cheers, ladies. Charlotte. Ooh, oh, that one, that one touched me. That is so <laughs> special. Very touching. I love it. Uh, and there's no doubt in my mind either. That was, that was him. You know, we love him. a little sign from the mm-hmm. other side. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, precious. Oof. Thank you, Charlotte. Oh, now I'm a Thank little, you, Charlotte. Um, I'm a little in my right? feelings. Mm-hmm. I was like, hold it together. <gasps> also, I, I already mentioned to Charlotte that when you ghouls are here visiting, we will all go out and hang out. She lives, she lives right across town. <gasps> yes, Fantastic. we have to. We must. Also, and Charlotte, Kelly, Kelly's I, coming. Kelly, yeah, Kelly, Kelly, everyone's coming. <laughs> You're invited, <laughs> everybody. We'll share these stories in person also. <laughs> then we can get more details. But uh, yes, absolutely. I wonder if Charlotte is caught up now and feels the pain of the regular listener who has to wait a week. I'm so sorry. I feel so silly. I'm like, there's no way you guys are waiting. Like, we're so goofy. But you know, I know that some people do wait and it warms my heart. <laughs> Uh, I, oh, I'm just man. feeling really sensitive right now. Uh, right? Lots of feelings. <laughs> well, I have another one. And this is actually from my sister. So No way. Yesterday, she was like, did I ever tell you my paranormal story? <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, so when we were kids, my sister would see things like... Um, she saw my uncle in our house, but she doesn't remember any of it. So now when anything happens, she's like, she acts like it's the first time. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Here <laughs> we go. She writes, hi, ghouls. I'm writing about a paranormal experience I had at work about a year ago. I work at an animal hospital in Arlington, Texas, where my experience happened. It was a Sunday morning and we were closed, but myself and two other co-workers were there to walk the dogs that were boarding for the weekend. Honestly, what a life. Dog walking. For real. It was dark in the tech area and I was clocking in at the computer near my manager's office. My co-worker was also clocking in with me when all of a sudden I heard what sounded like two female voices having a conversation in one of the nearby exam rooms. I didn't think anything of it, as there could be someone else there, so I went to go get my headset from the break room. When I went back to the computer where I'd been clocking in, my coworker asked me if I heard the voices, and I said yes. She then told me that it was probably just one of the techs there to give dogs meds for the weekend, 
but I explained to her that I had just checked and there were only three cars in the parking lot. Nobody was there aside from the two of us and our other coworker, Maria, who we knew was in the break room prepping her breakfast. We went back and asked Maria if there was anyone else there besides us by chance, and she said no. We took her to the exam room where the voices were coming from, and there was nobody there. It was dark, and none of us had been in that room yet for the day. After this happened, I asked around at work to see if anything had happened to anyone else, and other people said weird things have happened to them as well, similar to what I'd heard even. So like other people had heard voices when no one was there. While asking around, one coworker mentioned to me that she thought it could possibly be one of the receptionists that worked there for 10 years and had taken her own life back in 2015. Spooky. Autumn. Hmm. Oh, man. Pretty spooky. And the fact that two people heard it. like Yeah. I always feel exactly. like when someone is there and had the same thing happen to them, it it gives me a little bit of peace of mind that I'm not totally nuts. But mm-hmm. also nothing is spookier than like being at work when there's really no one there and like half of the lights are off. Ugh. I know. It always feels like I'm trespassing. I, I love it. <laughs> Doesn't it? That's it. the feeling I crave. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wonder how old the uh, pet hospital is. No Hmm. idea. I know it's been there for a while, though. Mm -hmm. But also, I mean, you know, pets pass away there, obviously. It's also not super far from a a cemetery, too. Uh, So, huh. Hard to say. It could be anything. But if other people in the office have been hearing it... Something is up. Next time, I strongly suggest right away opening that exam room door and say hello. Hello. You know. Hello. Is anybody here? And that's why I just want people to dive right in. You know, I think that's why things have slowed down for me because they know I'm going to dive in. I'm going to reach for the hand. (laughs) You know. Mm Hmm. She's not afraid. No. Of no, no ghost. No. Of absolutely no ghost. Or no. aliens. Or aliens. Or the spooky little yeah. people that Kylie. We have to share that video. We have to share that video. Uh, Kylie. Something's about something's up. You can probably give some more background about this video, but Kylie sent us something truly spooky today. Well. I don't know too much, but I do know that there is, could you say it's folklore, phenomena, yeah. some type of paranormal creature mm-hmm. that probably falls into a similar category as like elves or fairies, um, but they're the little people. And I think um, I'm going to botch the pronunciation. Uh, duendes. We may have talked about them before. Um, but there's a video that, I mean, I saw it on Reddit. It's been on YouTube. Some people say it was edited, but to me, after looking at so many, so much footage that, like, is edited versus not, it honestly doesn't seem to be. This seems legit. But again, who's to say? So, long story short, um, there is 
a man and a woman, and they are recording across their driveway. Um, and they're shining their flashlight on and off. And when they turn the flashlight back on, you can see this like little figure popping out a little bit from behind. I don't know if it was what was it like a looks like a rock barrel or a yeah, rock like a, something. Like, yeah, yeah, but something was hiding behind these rocks, and you can see as they continue to flash the light on and off. It looks like a little person. <laughs> yeah, like tiny. And it's, it's like, and someone was like, oh, it's like, a, it's a puppet. But no, it looks, it seems legit and it seems like a little person. It and seems and legit. We'll, we'll post it. We'll share it. You let and us know, though, what, what y'all think. There's other accounts of this, though, you know. Once oh, yeah. Kylie sent it, I was like, I got to look years. more into this. They yeah, come hundreds in, of years all or, over yeah. too, like in Iceland and right. Scotland and all parts of the world. There have been, right. um, you know, accounts of, of little people. We should honestly do. We should do an episode. Um, an episode on mm-hmm. what? Because there's, like I said before, there's like there's gnomes, there's fairies, there's yeah. the duendes. You might be saying it incorrectly, but a lot of it's like regionally based but they all seem to do very similar things so that's what i'm saying and you know that story about the leprechauns mm-hmm. and you know people i'll tell the list that people leave tributes for them oh yeah and so i'm like of course you know we gotta leave a tribute they'll come around and they like to tie horses hair we can they like have a their list hair of camp. in the middle of the night we can have a list of camp out she's <laughs> Why got me? the best yep. hair <laughs> I mean, honestly, if they want to braid my hair, I will gladly accept. I love when people braid my hair. So it'll be beautiful in the morning. Perfect. Perfect. They, I, Emily found a, a drawing of what they look like, and they're like kind of spooky, but also kind of cute. Like Adorable. they have really sweet little round faces. Aww. So we'll share the video and see what what people have to say about it if you think it's fact or faked as they say yeah yeah i would love to open a discussion too even if it's just on the gram on one of the posts of whether you have heard these tales these stories if you if you believe it if you don't let us know yeah i'd also like in that same vein i'd love to know if anyone has like a local story that's similar or just like your favorite local folklore or something that you grew up with I'm always excited to hear that kind of thing. So send it to us, the Golden Ghouls podcast at gmail.com because we would love to know. We would we would love to yes, know. Yes, please. All your spooky cool. all your like local lore and legends and about the creepy person who lived at the end of the street and there were stories about them. Love right, that stuff. The stuff too. you can't find on the interwebs. Yeah, you know? Like, there was this one house in my hometown that was entirely surrounded by, like, bushes and, like, overgrowth. And you mm. could, like, barely see the front door of the house through the trees. But everyone had all these stories about it. Well, and, like, most mm. of them were probably not true. It was probably just someone who had lived there forever and let shit get out of control. But, you know, yeah, just the local tales. I was thinking about mine, too. Growing up, I remember San Antonio's big one was the train tracks with the kids' hands (gasps) that would push the car over. Mm. That was our big one. So, yeah, people need to 
send them in. Tell us. Tell us. Uh, a big thank you to the folks who shared for this episode. These were lovely and spooky and we can't wait to hear more. Yeah. It's true. We love y'all. And until next time, stay spooky. Stay spooky. Ooh. Ooh.